And so teaching mindset and trading is not just one thing, but it's providing multiple areas where you can pick and choose what works for you for the particular things that you want to work on, like greed, like fear, like fear of losing money, like um, ego, always having to be right, fear of being wrong, all these kinds of things that happen on the charts, you know, your relationship with money, are you trading from desperation? All of these aspects are things that you have to develop and get on top of in order to have that consistent, successful, profitable trading. And this is why I call um, trading the best personal development program because it pulls these things out into the spotlight. And the sooner you can do and acknowledge and be aware of these things and find the, the little tricks, shall we say, that work for you, the better you're gonna be. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. Um, my name is Jake, and I'm trying some new technology out at the moment. Uh, as I was talking about last week, I'm pretty grateful because this show is continuing to grow. I have a bunch more guests coming up in the line, continuing to improve the quality and both audio and visual quality, hopefully. But with that comes playing with new toys, right? So figuring things out, and I am always used to be a bit of a perfectionist now. I know lots of people have that perfection paralysis and um, it's been a big kind of learning curve for me and now I'm all about messy action. So just doing stuff and figuring it out as you go along. I've always kind of wanted to do that, but it's definitely been a process to actually doing that. So now, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying things and trying them messy and learning on the way and yeah i'm really grateful for the progress that's been happening for the connections that i'm making for those who are also um, helping me grow um, people who are listening to this podcast i love it when you share it and you know it's nice to hear people oh i heard your podcast from here and reaching out and getting to um, get involved so it's really awesome and i would always love it when you guys share the um share the, the podcast with people and um, get get the, the sorry, just muting some people here and just getting the word out there as people are filing in. Um, I'm just muting some people. So if you do want to um, ask questions or anything, feel free. Just chuck it in the chat or um, unmute yourself. Okay, so my gratitude today, yeah, like I said, for, for the growth, for the development, for those helping me and um, for the constant... Um, yeah, just lessons that I'm I'm learning while doing all this sort of stuff, and it's a fun journey, and it's just beginning, and I can't wait to see where it takes me. <clears throat> Today, 
while I figure out this technology stuff, I am going to be talking a little bit about a concept I got from the book Be Water, my friend, which is an incredible book. I'm on the third round of it, and I absolutely love it. But this is the concept called Sticky Mind. And it's all about how our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions, they are part of becoming being a human, right? And I think a lot of the time, we let them stick around for much longer than they need to be. So I'm going to talk a little bit about um, cognitive diffusion and cognitive fusion. And this is kind of along the lines of how we visual visualize our thoughts or how we how we respond to our thoughts and what how we react to them um, but in order to kind of get an understanding of why i want to talk about this i want you to look at your emotions on the chart and i want to look at your you know the way that you respond to things when they happen and understand that every thought every action no, sorry every thought and every emotion and feeling has the ability to result in an action okay and you might not understand this when it first happens, but even the thought of, I want to enter this trade again, that can manifest and grow into the action happening and the revenge trading and the over trading and all that sort of stuff. So it's really important to kind of catch our thoughts when they come, observe them, dismiss them, and move on to what we know how to do, which is trade our trading plan. What we know we should be doing, which is trade our trading plan. Okay, so... <coughs> If you don't, I want to run a little bit of a experiment or example, whatever you want to call it. But I'm going to do a little bit of an exercise here where I want you to close your eyes and, and visualize. And this is to exp show just how much a thought can actually have a physiological change. And of course, a physiological change can end up in you moving your body, clicking a button, all those kinds of things. So one, the first one, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine that you've got like this big, juicy lemon in front of you and I want you to imagine how it feels how it smells and then kind of go to take a bite and as you bite into this lemon you can feel the juices squirting into your mouth and you can feel the sourness and all of a sudden your mouth starts to water and you can definitely understand the process and when you're going through this ex exercise did your mouth water did you feel the actual salivary gland starting to produce that extra bit of saliva. Yeah, I've got some thumbs up coming here in the chat. Um, chuck some ones in the chat if you did have that. Um, some more thumbs up coming in. So this is that kind of, this is a perfect example of how your thoughts can actually create physiological change because you weren't biting into a lemon, but you were thinking about it. You had that memory. You had that understanding that, oh, when I do bite into a lemon, it's really sour and juicy and my mouth waters and that's what started to happen. The same kind of thing you know, think about now if you're trying to bite into an onion, for example. You know, your eyes start to water. You know the, the pain of that, that stinginess in the eyes. And if you think hard enough about it, maybe it didn't happen from that one sentence, but if you think more and more in depth about it, your eyes will start to water and you'll start to go through the physiological change. I mean, I'm sure on a sexual level, everyone can understand it because you think about someone you like, maybe you think about something you could do with that person and the body starts to change, especially us men, you know, finding it hard to stand up after some dirty thoughts. This is the power of how a thought can actually have a physiological change. And so even the way we think has a, an ability to move energy and make things happen, okay? And this is a really powerful thing to understand. And if we can understand this at a deep level, 
then we can start to utilize it and we can start to observe our thoughts and go, this one's not going to benefit me. I don't want to hold on to this. Or this one is going to benefit me. I do want to put more energy. Because what happens is where our awareness goes, our energy flows. And so if we want to put a lot of awareness onto something, our energy is going to go there. Just like in the example I just gave, if we put a lot of awareness into the mouth, into this juicy lemon, our energy is going to go there. Something's going to happen. Salivary glands, chemical changes, all this sort of stuff is going to go off. If you've got sexual thoughts, then you're going to pull your awareness there. Energy is going to go there. You know, it's going to make your blood tissue go up, erections happen, all that kind of thing. Your body is changing in a physiological way due to the thoughts that you're having. So if our thought patterns are repetitive and the thought patterns are not in line with our values and our beliefs and the way that we want to trade then why don't we start observing them when they come in? Now, this is that idea of sticky mind. It's being someone who can detach from their thoughts, okay? I heard this quote and it says, thoughts are the lens through which we see the world. So thoughts are kind of like the glasses that which we see the world through. They will give us a particular, any particular circumstance the perspective that we have on it. It gives it the context. It gives us our point of view. So no matter what is happening in your external world, the way that you perceive that, the way that you interpret it is because of the thoughts you have relative to it. You know, you might see someone in an accident and one person is thinking, oh, that poor person, you know, they were riding that, let's say a, a, bike, a bike's riding across and a car pulls out in front of them. Then one person might be thinking, oh, that poor cyclist, you know, got hit by that car. And then the other person might be thinking, oh, that stupid cyclist was riding way too fast when the car was pulling out. Completely different thought patterns give a completely different context and a completely different um, perspective on the same situation. Now, this can be the exact same thing on the charts. You can have a trade that goes against you and you can have a thought pattern that goes, oh, I'm a useless trader. Oh, I'm never going to get this. Oh, negative thoughts. These aren't helping you. These are giving you a, a frame of reference which just talks bad about you and kind of ruins your, your confidence and your ability to trade progressively. So what we want to do is we want to shift that and go, okay, that's not true. I have this thought of I'm a bad trader. I know that to not be true. Thank you, mind, for allowing me to observe this. I'm going to push that past and I'm going to wait for the next thought to come in. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but if you really break this down, we are not, our thoughts do not depict who we are. They do not determine the kind of person we are. They do not determine anything about us. What determines who we are is how we respond or react to those thoughts. Okay, so it's very normal for people to have the craziest, most outlandish, whack thoughts that sometimes you think, oh, I can't believe I'm thinking that. I must be insane. But the difference is you're allowed to have those insanity thoughts. Just don't act on them. <laughs> the difference between a crazy person and a non-crazy person is whether or not they act on the crazy thoughts they have. Most rational people have wild and outlandish and ridiculous thoughts, but also have the common sense to go, I'm not going to do that right now. I'm not going to drive my car into a pedestrian full of people because I know that that's a bad thing to do, right? This is one of those things that you use your logical brain for to go, um, thanks for that thought, but I'm going to turn this one down and ignore it for now. So if we can have the ability for those ridiculous thoughts, why can't we have it for the simple thoughts? Why can't we have it for the self-talk? Why can't we have it for the self-narrative, the self-sabotage? We allowing We're allowing our thoughts to predict our behaviors way too easily. And I hope this makes sense. Okay. And when we can start to 
detach from our thoughts and kind of just become that observer. So this is that idea of a sticky mind. It's not being, not ignoring the things that are coming through, our thoughts, our feelings. And there's a r- brilliant quote that um, comes from uh, Bruce Lee, or maybe it was Sharon Lee's um, rewording of the quote, but it's along the same line. And it says, don't be without emotions or feelings, but to be one with whom feelings and emotions is not sticky or blocked. Emotions are great sources of information. Observe them, take the information, and move on. Now, I added my bit to the end there, but the idea here is that the emotions that we feel in the charts, the thoughts that come up, they come up maybe because of some sensory input, maybe because of um, some chemical change based on previous history that rekindles a memory. And they come into our consciousness. Like, we have so many thoughts all the time that we're just not consciously aware of. Like, they're going around like crazy, but there's only a certain few that we actually click onto and go, oh, that's, that's something that I'm, I'm observing right now. So with that, why don't we pick and choose? And as these thoughts come into your head, we need to understand that only a few of them are going to be beneficial to us. Only a few of them are going to be there for the reasons that we want them to. And because we're not attached to them, because they have no part in who we are, it's only our response to them. Then at every kind of thought, we have the ability to make choice. If we can observe them, then we're giving ourselves that ability to choose what we want to do. And with that, we can send our life in any real direction that we like. So I hope this is making sense. This idea of sticky mind was really strong. It stuck out, it's stuck out to me, play on words, um, because it's so true. Sometimes we get so caught up on things and the problem is when a thought sticks or when an emotion sticks, then we think about it more and or we fight against it. We're like, oh no, that's not true. I don't believe that. That's that's not true. And we're bringing so much awareness to it. And what happens when we bring awareness to it? Like a example at the very start, energy goes to it. And fighting it's not helping. Trying to prove to yourself that it's not a true thought isn't helping. That's not observing either. That's reacting to it. So what we want to do is go, okay, weird thought. Let's continue that one on and just see what else comes. You don't even have to move on to another thought that's there. You don't have to find one. You just have to go, okay. Let's just move that on. And this is why meditation and mindfulness can be very, very beneficial. Um, I do often say that meditation will help in many areas, um, including trading. And that's because it gives you that willpower, that mental control, that ability to observe and choose and either ignore or take on some thoughts and emotions that arise. And don't get me wrong, you might have the good thoughts. You go, yeah, I want to stick with this. I want to hold on to this one and I want to run with this one. Okay, so on this, um, the idea of cognitive diffusion is the idea of separating you from your thoughts. So sometimes it sounds good in theory, right? You know, let's just observe our thoughts and let's not get held on to them and let's not get attached to our emotions. And, you know, if we could flick a switch in our brain that said, for the next uh, hour and a half while I'm trading, no emotions, please. Um, I'm sure we would all pay greatly for that because that would... um, have wonders to our trading. Check some ones in the chat if you agree. Unfortunately, um, we don't have that ability, but we do have the ability to learn ourselves. We do have the ability to, (laughs) one's coming in pretty strong. We do have the ability to learn what works for us. And this is the hardest thing about teaching mindset, especially mindset and trading, is that we are the accumulation of the emotions we hold to the past experiences that we've had in our life. And 
because of that, every single person is different and we respond to things differently. We have different emotional reactions, emotional attachments, money attachments. We have <clears throat> different issues with um, ego. We have different issues with, <clears throat> excuse me, different issues with ego, different issues with our um, impulse control and all these aspects that are personal. And so teaching mindset and trading is not just one thing, but it's providing multiple areas where you can pick and choose what works for you for the particular things that you want to work on, like greed, like fear, like fear of losing money, like um, ego, always having to be right, fear of being wrong, all these kinds of things that happen on the charts, you know, your relationship with money, are you trading from desperation? All of these aspects are things that you have to develop and get on top of in order to have that consistent, successful, profitable trading. And this is why I call um, trading the best personal development program because it pulls these things out into the spotlight. And the sooner you can do and acknowledge and be aware of these things and find the, the little tricks, shall we say, that work for you, the better you're gonna be. And so this cognitive diffusion, um, I wanna talk about it in a few different techniques that we can use if you are struggling with your thoughts being stuck or hanging around for too long or having that ability to detach from them. So four techniques that I heard of um, were, A, was to give your thought a name. And so whenever a negative thought comes in to your head, you go, oh, that was, um, that's Jackie boy, he's my alter ego. You know, sometimes people have uh, this, alter ego i know that in australia there's a thing that goes around you know if when you get drunk you have your alter ego come out well this can be the same person in your brain that's coming up with these negative thoughts um there was a great podcast or album that i listened to called your world within um it's about motivational quotes and he talks about this concept that some of the things you say you would never go up and say to a colleague or a friend some of the things you say about yourself sorry you would never go up to a colleague or a friend some of the self-talk that i hear some people saying and i've been guilty of this too some very harsh self-talk that you would never go and say to your best friend or your mother or you know um, a co-worker and so why do we think it's okay to say those things to ourselves? and this is where giving that kind of self-talk a name and observing it as it comes and being like, oh, Jack's back, get out of here, or whatever you want to call it, can be very powerful. So as soon as you start to get that like negative self-talk that you know when it's happening as well, you're like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh, that was very unhelpful and had no progression towards my success. Why did I let Jack in then? Or whatever you want to refer to it as. This can be a way of observing when that talk comes up. Another way of doing it is actually treating like an object so as soon as you start to pick up the thought of you being an unsuccessful trader or a not good trader you hold an item now i've got this little camera stand it's the first thing i could find camera stand in my hand and i hold on to this and basically as soon as i don't need that thought in my head anymore i put it down and then it becomes almost obscurely ridiculous to go oh you're a bad trader i'm going to hold on to this thought physically and then you're like you know what i don't want to be holding on to this stupid camera stand accusing myself of being a poor trader. I'm just going to put that down and with it, I'm going to let the thought go and be gone. And I think when you can start to put these things into action, you start to 
realize sometimes and bring awareness to how often maybe we're doing these things, how often those little words come up. And again, it's just back to that pattern recognition, pattern interruption. What are the patterns that you're doing on the charts that are causing unsuccessful trades or unsuccessful behaviors? And how can we interrupt them with positive direction or positive habits? Okay. One of the best quotes I've read in a while about trading was from the book I'm reading at the moment called The Red Pill to Trading, I think it's called, Beyond the Matrix, The Red Pill to Trading by Van K. Tharp, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, and he says, most people refer to trading mistakes as losses, but a trading mistake is simply when you don't follow your trading plan. Even if it's a loss, sorry, even if you trade and it's a loss, but you follow your trading plan, that's not a mistake. That's just part of trading. And so with this, we got to look at ourselves in a way that, why, how do we talk to ourselves when we have a loss and how do we talk to ourselves when we have a mistake? Because I think they're two very different things. And I think the problem is we can confuse that borderline between the two. And this puts us in a bit of a spiral when we start speaking negative. You know, we spoke about this quite a bit. Your self-narrative, your self-sabotage. How do you talk about yourself when you're by yourself? And how can we pattern interrupt that and, and recognize when these behaviors are happening? And are you being in negatively negative talking or are you being hard on yourself when you've just taken a loss financially? Or are you being hard on yourself when you're making a mistake? And these are two wildly different things. And if we can start to observe them, jot them down, journal them, then we can start to figure out, okay, what are the things I need to work on? Because if I'm always beating myself up just because I've had a loss on the charts and not actually priding myself because even though it was a loss, I actually still followed my trading plan, then maybe it's a relationship with money. Then maybe it's an ego thing that you have to work on. But if you know, you're understanding and aware that oh, these are the mistakes and I'm beating myself up because I just can't follow my trading plan, then maybe it's a discipline thing. Maybe it's a willpower thing. Maybe it's a trust in yourself thing. So there's so many different areas, but we need to find, try and pinpoint um, where it is. And honestly, I believe that understanding those comes from the thoughts. So the thoughts that come up and then the thoughts that we let stick. So this idea of having a sticky mind is a concept that I want you to think about when you're trading. What thoughts are sticking? What emotions are sticking? What feelings are sticking around when you're on the charts or just in anything in life? And why? Why are you giving them your attention? Why are you giving them your energy? Why are you letting these things start to manifest into energy? Well, into behaviors, into actionable things that happen. Okay? So an interesting take on the way we observe thoughts today. I, it, it was something that was quite deep and a little bit hard for me to explain and comprehend. But I think once you can grasp this concept and really understand that the thoughts that we have do not play any role in who we are as a person. Our self-worth is not based on the thoughts we have, but more so the reactions we have to those thoughts. And if we can observe them, we can choose whatever reaction we want to have. It's the same thing with our trades. Our self-worth is not based, our trading ability is not based on the trades that we make or the money that we make. It's based on our ability to follow our trading plan and to have that willpower and that discipline to do the things you say you're going to do. If you say you're not going to enter this trade, don't enter it. If you say, I'm going to exit when this closes above this, this line, exit it. And I was just speaking to someone earlier today that will be in a podcast coming out next, actually. And we were talking about that, that snowball effect. As soon as you give yourself a little bit of leniency on one thing, it starts to slip and it's like, oh, you know what? I, I, will, I won't enter this trade. 
oh, okay, I will because it's looking good. And then you go, okay, well, I gave myself a little bit of leeway on that thing. And now I'll exit on, on this. Oh, no, okay. And it just starts this chain of events where you then stop doing all the things you say you're going to do. And it gets to a certain point where this snowball's rolling down the hill and it gets bigger and bigger and heavier and heavier. And it gets to a certain point where it's just easier to let it go than to stop it. And we really want to start, we really want to stop it before it gets too big, before it gets to that tipping point, before it gets to the point where, you know what, this is less energy, less, less effort for me to just let this go than it is for me to try and stop it here. And the sooner we can do that, the sooner we can go, right, this is what I said I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. And okay, I didn't do that one, but I'm not letting the second one happen again. You know, this two dart theory, this idea of don't miss twice. Maybe I'll let this slip, but I'm not letting the second one in a row slip, okay? So if you can get on top of that, and if you can stop things in its track nice and quick, and start to build up that discipline, start to build up that willpower, start to build up that confidence in yourself, and this is where a big thing comes, that belief and confidence in yourself, and your belief and trust in your trading plan, and your own ability from previous times, like, we write our trading plan when we're in a non-emotional, stable state of mind. But we break the trading plan when we're in an emotional, volatile trading scenario. We need to build the trust in ourselves so that we can go, you know what? The trading plan that I wrote two weeks ago where I was completely calm, not even looking at the charts, well, maybe looking at some things but not really in a trade or any emotion, that's the version of me I need to trust. And I need to know that that person is looking after me and they say exit, I shall exit. If you're breaking your trading rules, it means that you don't trust yourself enough. And this comes probably from your belief. If you don't believe that you can be a successful trader, you're not gonna trust in your moves, you're not gonna trust in your trading plan, and therefore you're gonna start to break it, slippery slope, and you're gonna start to give yourself a lot of leeway on things you shouldn't be giving yourself leeway on. I hope that made sense to some people, okay? All starts with the simple thoughts. Let's observe those thoughts Let's watch them and decide which ones we're going to give attention to, decide which ones we're going to give awareness to, and decide which ones we're going to give our energy to in order to, you know, manifest into action. All right, I hope that made sense to people. Again, a little bit of a, an interesting concept to try and wrap your head around today, but one that I think can be very powerful. If you really catch on to that, you can really make some good drastic changes. All right, so... Making sure that we have our trading plan. I forget my camera's not on, but <laughs> making sure that you've got your, your journal out, you've got your trading plan in front of you, you've read through it, you've done your brain warm up. Make sure that you're in the right mind frame. Make sure that you've really understood your um, yeah, understood your trading plan and, and that you're in a, in a good mindset. Sorry, I got completely distracted then. But with that, we're gonna jump over to, well, we jump into the live call and to the people listening to the podcast, I will catch you again tomorrow. Bye for now.